Good evening. Hope all of you are doing well. Today we are learning Maseches Moed Katan Daf Chaf. We have a Siyam Imir Tzashem. Next, I think, Michael, you said Thursday? Yes. Siyam next Thursday. I'll try not to be out of town that day if I can avoid it. Um, I might be out of town Sunday night, uh, Tuesday night, and or Wednesday night, and I don't know which one yet. Hopefully in the next couple of days I'll figure it out. Um, so that means Thursday. And Thursday's Daf is super short, so which is good. Um, and... Uh, I'm actually tempted to do a seam Wednesday and begin anew because we're going to lose all, uh, we're going to lose a full block because we normally do a blot and a half. So we have to figure it out. It'll, it's going to make Shabbos very complicated if we don't overlearn. So maybe we'll end the day early. We'll have to see, but uh, just an idea. We are in the middle of discussing uh, the following fascinating question that Abaye asked his Rebbe, Rabbah, on the bottom of your Testament base. Since Avelos and Chol HaMoed have similar halachos in that they're both restricted in haircuts and in laundry, maybe the days of Chol HaMoed should count and register as days of Shloshim. So if you look three lines from the bottom on the Gemara, the Gemara said right before the Eisvei, Eino Ola, that no, the two days don't overlap, that Avelos and Chol HaMoed are not considered, you don't check off Shloshim days during Chol HaMoed, even though there are similarities. Says the Gemara, why is that true? Eisvei, we're going to learn about it a 10-line brysa, which will ask a question on this opinion. If a person buries uh, an immediate family member two days prior to the start of a holiday, he still has to count out a total of uh, five more days after the conclusion of the holiday. So two before, interrupted by the regal, five after. However, during that time when he's, when he's in the five days that are after, it's not really Avelus. Others can do work for him. So they can do work in his house privately. Last line of your Testament base. Take a look at Rashi. What does that line mean? Rashi says, He already had time during the during and there was some type of that took place even on the regal, which that's not normal. We're not used to that, right? We don't pass like this, but that's what the Gemara seems to say. Because after all, as we turn to the top of Dav Chafamid Aleph, the Gemara says, because people already tended to him during that time. And then the Gemara drops a clodo shell dover. What is the general rules? When it comes to whether or not we actually have Avelus, regal nafsiko. When, when it comes to whether or not we actually apply Avelus, the answer is we don't have Avelus. However, the culture Mishum Eske Rabin, but when we talk about the masses, this is code word for Nichum Avelim. So then, Ain Regal Mafsiko, people are allowed to do Nichum Avelim during the holiday. That's case one of the Brisa. Here's case two of the Brisa. Take that back. It's a Tosefta. Here's case two of the Tosefta, third line on Chafam and Aleph. Kivru Shlosha Yamin Regel. If someone had to bury a loved one three days before the end of a holiday, Mona Shiva Achar Haregel, because the Avelus hadn't started at all, he therefore has to count seven days. However, here's the math. Only four of those days get Nichum Avelim. Arba Yamim Harishonim. Remember, we said three days before the holiday ended. So you're on day three 
of Cholamoi, the person is buried. They have day three and day four, and day five is the last day of Yantif. So they already had three days of Avelus, technically. And says the Gemara, Arba Yamim Harishonim, the four days, the first four days after the Chag, Rabimis Askenbo, he does receive Nichum Avelim. Shloshi Yamim Achronim, days five, six, and seven after the Chag, nothing. So then the Gemara says this line in this price and says, that the days of the holiday seem to count for something. My love, says the Gemara, doesn't that imply that we're talking about the Seifa? The Seifa is a case where the person died on the Regal. And if you look back at the bottom of your Testament base, that was the question that Abayah asked Rabbah, that if someone dies on a Regal, do the days of Shloshim start to check off days, reduce their days because of Cholamud? And he said, no, but if really, my lava Seifa, and therefore it should be the case that really Rabbah's wrong based on this Brisa, answers the Gemara, no, it's not a problem. Lo, Aresha, really it's only talking about the beginning of that Brisa, which was not a death on Yom Tov, the beginning of the Brisa, three lines from the bottom of your Testament base, says I covers Meso Shneyamim Kodim Berego. So therefore, the cases are not comparable. Okay, but then the Gemara asks another question on Rabbah's answer to Abaye. Rabbah had said that no, the days of Chol Hamoed don't count as days of Shloshim, even though their halachos are similar. Aisve, the Gemara says ten lines down on Chafamad Aleph. Reg, black on white, regel olalo the minion shloshim. This is Raba having a very hard time with the brisa. The brisa says exactly the opposite of what Raba answered to Abaye, and that is that the days of the regel uh, they qualify as days for shloshim. Kaitzad, what's the case? Kavro b'tchilas haregel. If a person gets buried toward the beginning of the holiday, mona shiva achar haregel. Yes, they do count seven days after the regel. You have to keep the framework of uh, of shiva. However, during those seven days, umalachto nasesai deacherem. You can still get worked on by, through others. The avod of shiv chosavos in b'tzina b'soch beso. The people who work in your home can do the work. Vein rabim mis askenbo, and even and no one's going to do nichum avelim shekvarnis asku bo beregel because they already did their nichum avelim on the chag. And then the Gemara concludes in this brisa and says the regal olalo kasha against Raba because Raba said that even though the halachos are different are the same excuse me even though the halachos are similar between uh, between shloshim and cholamoy they don't overlap this brisa says they do so it says the Gemara to you if they are absolutely right it rejects the sheet of Raba and lechora this is how we paskin based on this shaklavataria is that we don't accept the answer of Raba and therefore the days of shloshim and shiva don't don't reduce in number the days of shloshim in particular don't reduce in number over the course of cholamoy. <clears throat> The Gemara continues um, on, a, on a level of psak, uh, embracing this idea so far. And the Gemara says a quarter of the way down, even if the person was buried on the regal itself, take a look at Rashi just to the right. Rashi is a third of the way down, halfway down, actually. That, uh, that it, it doesn't have to be that it's all before uh, the regal. So that's what it says. We do count those days. He taught the same thing to his son, that Afilu Kavro Beregel, same halacha. All right, we're a third of the way down in the Gemara uh, on the same topic of Hilchos Avelis. The Gemara says the following This is also a Tosefta here in Maseches Moed Katan. Uh, if a person fulfilled the flipping over of the mattress, we know uh, this minhag that we don't do, that. Uh, very interesting how that happened. I don't know why we don't do it. When do we stop keeping Minhagim? There has to be something in the Rishonim on that. We don't stop Minhagim ever. That's not a thing. 
it's not, unless it's a minog bottle, unless somebody made something up. Why? Since when do we stop? Kfiya samita? I don't know. I didn't look into it. I have no idea. Tanur Rabbanon, the Brisa says that once a person already does Kfiya samita for at least three days, kodem haregel, then enot tzarech lechaposa achar haregel divir Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer says that once you've done three days of Kfiya samita, you're done. You don't need to do anymore. <clears throat> The dissenting opinion, the rabbis disagree with Rabbi Eliezer. And what do they say? No, even if you did it for five minutes, an hour, a day, whatever, any amount of time of Kviya Samita before the Regal, by definition, means you don't have to do it afterwards. Okay, a very specific halacha that only deals with Kviya Samita. And then the Gemara says, it's true that you recorded this as Rabbi Eliezer and the Chachamim. However, Omar Rabbi Elazar, Bereb Shimon, different person, he says, This is not a new machlokas. This machlokas is a replica of a machlokas that, we, that predates these people with Beishamai and Beishelel. How so? They say, First, there has to be a minimum of three days in order to prevent you from needing to do Kviya Samita afterwards. <laughs> there is no minimal amount of time that Kviya Samita has to take place. And therefore, even if you only did it for five minutes, it would prevent you from needing to do Kviya Samita from flipping over the mattresses after the Chag. How do we paskin in this regard? That's a huge machlokas here in the Gemara. Halfway down, says the Gemara, Amar Rabhuna, Amar Rabhia. Bar Abba Amar Rav Yochanan. So that's one approach. It's Rav Huna in the name of Rav Chia in the name of, uh, uh, of Rav Yochanan. The Amri La Amar Le Rav Yochanan the Rav Chia Bar Abba Ule Rav Huna. So we're not exactly sure what the history was of who said what to whom, but the halacha is the same. That seemingly they were all of the paskining track to say Afilu Yom Echad Afilu Shachas. That as long as there was any time, any amount of time that one was. Uh, fulfilling the minag of Kviya Samita prior to the regal, then there would be no need to flip their mattresses after the regal. However, Rava Omar, Rava seems to say something a little bit different. Rava is of the opinion that it's halacha ketana didan de Omar shlosha. This is very strange. And the reason it's very strange is because it's like Beis Shammai. That's very weird. Why would Rava Paskin like Beis Shammai? Very strange. That's what the Gemara says, that Rava holds like Tana Didan, like the other Tana. Ravina, Ravina Ikla Lesur de Pras. Ravina went to the city of Sura, which was near Pras, which is the Euphrates River. And Amar Le Rav Chaviva the Ravina. When he was there, Rav Chaviva went over to him and said, Hilcha Samai, how do we paskin in regards to this Shaila of Kfiya Samita? Do we say that we need three days prior to the Chag in order to prevent the need for doing more Kfiya Samita after? Or do we have the more lenient Shita? And Ravina responded, Amar Le, six lines before the wide lines, two thirds of the way down. Afilu Yomechad, Afilu Shachas. Period. Very simple. So this is only speaking about one minag. We're not talking about, don't, this is not a grand conversation. Very narrow. The minag, a minag of Kviya Samita, if the Shiva gets interrupted by the holiday, then when do we have to, do we have to finish Kviya Samita? So that depends if we hold like the sheets of Beis Shammai and Rabbi Eliezer, or do we hold like the Chachamim and Beis, and Beis Hala? Now we're going to be learning a, uh, a very, uh, a very simple din, which is how do we know that Shiva is supposed to be Shiva? We call it Shiva. We pay a Shiva call. So it says the Gemara, Yossi Rebchia Bar Abba, Rebbe Ami, Rebbe Yitzchak Nafcha. These three rabbis were sitting Akila to Rebbe Yitzchak Ben Elazar. They were sitting on the porch of Rebbe Yitzchak Ben Elazar. These are all early Amorim. So Nafak Milsa Bin Binayhu, they started talking about a conversation. They started talking about the following. Minayin Shiva. 
We've been talking about it like it's Kebeva Kuchta, that everybody knows why it's Shiva. We don't even think about it. Why is it? Why, where do these things come from? Nothing is happenstance in Halacha. So the Gemara says, that we know that uh, there's a Pasuk that says that there, one will have their holidays flipped into mourning. Machag Shiva, just like a Chag is seven days. Afavelis Shiva, so too Avelis is Shiva. I says the Gemara, that's clever, but not as clever as this question. What about Shavuos, the Chad Yoma? Maybe we should argue that Shiva should only be one day and not seven because you're trying to learn from the word Chag. Well, there's a Chag that's only one day, two in Chutzlaretz at the most, but it's all on a Dindaraisa. Shavuos is only one day, says the Gemara. We can't do that. Hahu. The holiday of Atzeres is applied to this Pasuk, but in a different frame of reference. Now, who, first long line, Miboyle Licha de Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish, Mishum Rabbi Yehuda Nesiyah. Reish Lakish was a second century Amora. Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lakish argued all the time. And he seemingly learned from the grandson of Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, Mishum Rabbi Yehuda Nesiyah, similar name. But uh, not the same generation. That if a person heard about a death, Rechoka, long after it happened, how do we know that they only keep one day? So Reish Lakish, in the name of Rabbi Yehuda Nesia, learns the Pasuk this way. So that's very simple. <laughs> they say that when it comes to a Shmur Rechoka, and we're going to define what a Shmur Rechoka is in length in the Gemara, but if a person hears about the death of an immediate family member after an extended period of time, so says the Gemara, they only have to keep one day. And as we'll see on the top of the next Amud, only one day, that's Mixasayom Kekula. So let's get into this sugya. The sugya of Shmur Rechoka and Shmur Krova, um, it's not really so relevant nowadays because it's very rare that we're like out of communication with people for so long. But as we'll see on the next page, someone went three years without knowing that their parent had passed away. Like cultures change. We have things are so immediate. We hear about emergencies and about tragedies so quickly. So things have changed. It's very rare to have a Shmuel Rechoka nowadays. We'll see right now. That's exactly what the Gemara is going to ask. Tanu Rabbanan, three-fourths of the way down, three lines into the wide line. Shmua Krova no Heges Shiva Ushloshim. That when there's a Shmua Krova, one if a person hears about a death in a short period of time, then they have to keep Shiva Ushloshim. And Shmua Rechoka Einu no Heges Yom Echad. And to Texas question, Ezo he Krova Ve'ezo he Rechoka. What is considered the no, normal amount of time to hear about a tragedy, to hear about a death, in which case one should keep a routine, Shiva and Shloshim, and what is considered to be a Shmua Rechoka. So, Ezoi Krova, Ve'ezoi Rechoka, Krova Besoch Shloshim. If within and including day 30, that is when a person hears about the death of an immediate family member, so then they have to keep Shiva Ushloshim. Rechoka La'achar Shloshim Divi Rabbi Akiva. That's the Shita Rabbi Akiva. So, Shiva and Shloshim is dependent on Shmua. Krova. Only if one hears about a death in that 30 days, within the 30-day time frame, would they have to keep Shiva Shloshim. If they hear on day 40, on day 45, on day whatever, it doesn't matter, then they only keep one day. But the Chachamim don't agree. The Chachamim Omrim, they argue and say that and may well have differences, but it's not in regards to Shiva and Shloshim. You always keep Shiva and Shloshim. Let, those were all in the Tanoim. Let's get into the Amorim and see what they have to say. Eight lines into the wide lines. Amor Rabbi Babrachanam, Rabbi Yochanan. We just saw a machlokas, Rabbi Akiva, who was lenient. What was the leniency of Rabbi Akiva? That by a Shmur Rechoka, there's no Shiva and Shloshim. He's lenient, right? It's hard to be in Shiva. You're restricted. It says the Gemara that Kol Makom Shatamotza Yachid Mekil. 
when you see that an individual is being lenient, the rabbin machmirim, and you have the more the larger group, the chachamim, that they are being strict. So as always, yachid rabbin halacha kerabim. Of course, that's the case. Chutz mizu. Here we have an exception to the rule where we say that even though Rabbi Akiva is in the minority, normally we say but here we paskan like Rabbi Akiva. Why? Even though Rabbi Akiva is of the opinion that he is lenient and that if somebody hears about a death beyond 30 days, he does not have to keep Shavun Shloshim. Why would we paskin like him? Machmir and halacha still is Rabbi Akiva. Why? Third time in this Masechta. It's hard enough to lose someone. And almost everything we're dealing with is at most Dirabanan and usually Minhagim. We're not going to bear down. It's hard enough as it is. We're following Rabbi Akiva. Talk about the dynamic elements of Psak. It is gorgeous. It is gorgeous to see that halacha has this built into the system. I did a bris today. I was jumping out of my skin. Oh. Uh, of another cut of the community, skipping brachos, adding brachos when they were absolutely inappropriate, zero reference for halacha whatsoever. They skipped the Borei Priya Gafen. They skipped the Sherki Dashi did me beten. The brachas that they did make was Elokei Avram Yitzchak V'Yakov, Sari Rivka Racha V'Leim Oseinu HaYikaros. That's not called being dynamic. That's outside of the framework of halacha. We have a Shulchan Aruch. We've had one for, for a long time. It's not new. We've had a system. All we don't make things up. Everything has to be within the framework. But when you see it within the framework, it's in Shas. There are times we have to be making, that's a Kula. A Kula is not that it feels good and that I want it and that I need it. It's got to be specific and calculating. That's why we have in Halacha, it's, it's beautiful to see a Kula because it takes more to get to the level of Kula. It's not this... Uh, this free, everybody does whatever they want. That's not Torah. That's not what Torah is. Torah is a whole system. It's a whole life. It's a whole lifestyle. It's not this, uh, you know, go with the flow. You do you. That's not what it is. Just not what it is. Very frustrating morning. We'll discuss later. It says the Gemara as follows. So we therefore pass again like him. Then says the Gemara, we're going to show a couple of examples of where we see this idea of Shmur Rechok and Shmur Krova. Ten lines from the bottom. He was in Bechozai, very far away. He got news from Bechozai, actually, which was far away from him. And he heard, Rabbi Hanina heard, that Nebuch, his father, had passed away. Also the Kamei Rebchista. It was a Shmur Rechok, beyond 30 days. So he went to ask Ashaila, what should I do? Amar Le Rebchista said, Shmur Rechok, done. One day and you're done. Next, Rav Nassan Bar-Ami, his mother had passed away. Also, the Kamei Rabbi went to ask a Shiloh, Amar only one day. Says the Gemara, that's not so simple. How do you know it's only one day? After all, check out the next price. Aceway, the price says, when do we say that it's more When do we say that it's only going to be one day? That's That's with five people with whom we have an obligation to bury. Who are those five? Take a look at Rashi, two-thirds of the way down, Deber Hamaschel, Ela Chamisha. Five of the seven listed in the Torah, they're Mesei Mitzvah Dechzid Bekra. Who are they? Bino, Bito, Echav, Ve'achos, Ve'ishto. Those five people. A son, a daughter, lost the place, son, daughter, brother, sister, wife. For those people, they are the Chamisha. Yes, by them we have the din, that when it's a Shmua, Rechoka, then we say, no Shiva, no Shloshim. Avalal Shiva, Shloshim. No exceptions to the rule. But all of the cases, you just brought the stories of the people who heard the Shmur Rechokim Bechuzoi, those were parents. So I, uh, we see that there's Shivu Shloshim in the Brisa, but the cases you gave me was only one day by the parents by Shmur Rechokim. That's not right. 
Says the Gemara, Amar That brisa that you just quoted by Medbar Mamurim, that when it's with uh, the, the five who are not parents, that you can do one, you can only do one day. But if it's parents, you got to do more. That's a das yachid. We don't hold like that, Ashita. We hold that even for parents, Shmur there is no Shiva and no Shloshim. But let's look at their Mari Mukomas. What is the Mari Mukomas of the Das Yachid? So that's a brisa, five lines from the bottom, the Tanya. Maisa, there was a story. That the father of Rabbi Yitzhak died in Ginzak. He didn't know Mamish for three years. It's a very, very long time. What did he do? Oh, well, it doesn't say what he did, but let's continue. Uh, sorry. I'm sorry. I skipped a line. So we see in the Brisa that he did, in fact, keep Shiva Ushloshim. We're going to analyze this line shortly. When Rabbi Achia, who was in, in Gola, when uh, when his son died, Kasha. So we see over here that uh, they do keep that. So that's what the Gemara says. We don't pass them like this, Shita. It says the Gemara, wait a second. You just quoted Rav Achia, who might well be the same person as Rav Chia, just a different um, spelling of his name, a different iteration of his name. We're going to question that. It says the Gemara, Aini, does he really hold, does Rav Achia really hold Shiva Ushloshim? All right, put on your uh, Yavamos caps. Then I, we've seen this Gemara before, Masechus Brachos, I believe. I think it was in Brachos. Sachem. That was close. Nope, wasn't close at all. So it says the Gemara as follows. Um, so he was a double nephew. Rav was a double nephew to Rebchia. Okay, Here's how it happened. Um, yeah. So Rav's father was a man named Ivo. Okay. Ivo was born from a woman and uh, Rebbe and Rabbi Chia, okay? So that's how uh, was Rabbi, Rabbi Acha, Rabbi Acha, okay, on the top generation, okay? They had a child whose name was Ivo, that's part one. Then that father married another woman and they had a child named Rabbi Chia. Before that, there was a third marriage of that father, of Rabbi Acha, and there was a woman who was brought in from the outside marriage. That woman who was brought in from the outside marriage and Ivo got married and had Rav, which meant that they were half brothers to Rabbi Chia, uh, on two sides. So his aunt through marriage and his uncle were, they got married and that, that's how he was born. So that means to Rav Acha, he was an uncle to Rav Acha twice over. Okay, so that's what the Gemara is saying over here is that uh, he, on both sides, he was uh, an uncle, an, a nephew to Rav Chia, Bar Achte. And Kisalik Lahasam, when Rav went to Babel, Omar Le, Abba Kaim, he says, is your father alive? Rav Chia was asking about his half brother, about Ivo. So it says the Gemara that Rav retorted top of Chafim with base, Amarle, You didn't ask about my mother, your half sister. You should ask about her. So he's like, okay, Amarle, Is your mother alive? And then he said, Amarle, Abakayim. Why didn't you ask about my father? Which, in fact, he already had asked about. So Rashi says over here, Abakayim. So that's the third line of Rashi. Rashi says, He didn't want to say that he just was hard to say. They had both passed away. So he, he was just going this back and forth circular language until he picked up on it. So what did Rebchia do when he found out that these two people had died? It was a Shmur Rechoka, says the Gemara. Amar he said to his uh, servant, Take off my shoes. Let's bring my clothes, bring my stuff to the Beis HaMerchatz. 
And you're not allowed to go to Beis Amirchatz when you're sitting Shiva. So what exactly is going on here? So it says the Gemara, Shamami Natsas. We learned three things from here. Shmami no Avel Asubinilasanda. He instantly took off his shoes because there was an Isarbnilasanda, which we learned about. Which is what we were looking for. That there's only one day by Shmurchoka. And Ushmamina makes us Ayom Kikulo, that he only has to keep a part of that day. So on a Shmurchoka, you sit down for one second and you're done. That's it. Just a mix asayom kikulo of shiva, and then that's it. No shiva, no shlosha. So says the Gemara, that's a kasha, because on the bottom of the previous page, of Achya was quoted in the end of the brysa, saying that he kept shiva shlosha. Here we see that Ravchia kept only one day mix asayom kikulo kasha. So says the Gemara, I don't know why you thought this in the first place, that they were the same people, but they're not. Ravchia l'chud, Rav Achya l'chud, they're not the same people, and therefore not a kasha. Let's say that a person finds out in the middle of Sukkot or Pesach that they that one of their family members died 29 days ago. But by the time the holiday ends, now it's 31 days. Oh, so when you heard about it, it was 28. But there was no Metzius for you to be an Avel until day 31. How do we treat it? Is it based on the time you hear on day 28, 29, the middle of the Regal? Or is it based on the time when you have the first opportunity to be an Avel? So says the Gemara, Ola lo ve'eno no egel yom echad. We treat it as, an, as, a, as a rechoka, as a shmur rechoka, and you do not sit any shiva or shloshim. Similarly, says the Gemara, Tani... The day you heard was day 30, which was Shabbos. By the time Motzei Shabbos kicks in, it's day 31. Now it's Shmur Rechoka. Do we say we follow the time that you heard on Shabbos day 30, in which case you have to do one day of, uh, you have to do Shiva and you have to do Shiva and Shloshin because it's Shmur Krova? Or do we say no, that it's really Shmur Rechoka because it's after, uh, it's after 30 days? So we treat it as, um, we not say it's rechoka, it's a rechoka, and we treat it uh, as a as a shmur rechoka, and he only keeps one day. When when there is a shmur rechoka, do you tear kriya? We know for sure anyone who's ever had to sit shiva, they've had to tear kriya. For non-parents, we tear on the right side a tefach, and for parents, we tear a tefach on the on the left side. So, do we tear in, in the case of a shmur rechoka? So the Gemara says, Rav Mani Amar Eino Korea. One of the Amoraim says we don't. Rabbi Chanino Amar Korea. And the other one says we do. But the first one questions the second one. Amar Le Rebbe Mani, Rebbe Chanino. I don't understand. I understand my shita, which is that I hold that we don't tear. Because when there's no shiva, there should be no tearing. He holds that kriya is a din in shiva. That's the lambdas that the Rishonim would want to say. The, the din of Kriya is a din in Shiva. But when there's no Shiva, Shiva, but according to you, who says that you are Korea in a Shmurachoka, Kriya below Shiva, mi ika. How can you say that there's Kriya without Shiva? They're always going to be inextricably bound. So says the Gemara, that's not right. Below, is there not a case where we see that there's Kriya when it comes to uh, when it comes to a case where there's no Shiva Vahatani? We have an Abraisa. Isi Avuha de Rebzeira, Isi, who was the father of Rebzeira, Vamrila Ahva de Rebzeira, Kame de Rebzeira, and some say the brother of Rebzeira was talking to Rebzeira. Misha ain lo chaluk likroa viniz damen lobesoch shiva korea. A person who didn't have clothes uh, at the time of Kriya on the day of the burial, and then he got clothing. I don't know what he was wearing in the meantime. I don't know. Maybe something that couldn't be torn. I have no idea. Maybe if they tore it, it wouldn't be tzanua. A whole host of options. By women, that's like a whole demon. How do they tear kriya? Because they're supposed to tear down to the flesh. But they can't do that. That's not tzanua. So normally what women do is they 
uh, they'll uh, tear the one the inner garment and they'll flip it around and then they'll tear the tear the outer garment so people can see the outside kara but the inside is still covered. She's not isha tevach isha erva. That's not allowed. She has to stay covered. So if you're going to cut down to the flesh, you have to reverse the garment. It's a little more logistically difficult. Men wear often wear an undershirt and that doesn't have to be torn. Uh, tzitzis is a shyland posting that they get torn during kriya. But anyways, that's what the Gemara says over here. There, you see someone kishama leave and tore your tzitzis instead of your shirt. Does that count? It's a shaila in the post game if there's a chiyuv to tear kriya on tzitzis bichlam. That's a shaila because it's it's not like tefillin. It's a beged. It's just that when a beged has four corners, you have to put strings on it. But it's a beged like any other beged. So that's one side of the argument. The other side is, is that you're ruining your tzitzis. <laughs> it's not, you, then you may not be able to be yotze. You add it, you make another cut in it. You have an extra corner. That's baltosif. Yeah, you can't do that. No, so there's a shyless. Yeah, it could be, it could be, but it, it, I don't, I, I don't even remember what the conclusion is. I don't think you tear tzitzis during, anyone remember? I don't think you tear tzitzis. Uh, I don't think you tear tzitzis during Korea. I don't think, I know I didn't tear my tzitzis during when I, when I did Korea. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Anyways, the Gemara says that I, what, what would then be the case? So the Gemara says that if a person during Sheva Yuter, that was the question that was asked. And that's only true by the five family members, the non parents. Even after Shiva, we always tear. So I do understand your shita. You 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 asked me. Do you understand why I, I said shiva? Why I said kriya without shiva? Yes, I understand the case of, of kriya without shiva. That's when it comes to parents. Says the Gemara. But that case is different. That's different. But with all the chamisha mese mitzvah, the din should not be that way. The din should be that with chamisha mitzvah, mitzvah, all the non-parent deaths in the family, and you um, and your it's a shmur You should not tear kriya. That's what what is implied from the Gemara. Tanu Rabbanon, who do you have to sit Shiva upon? So says the Gemara, a jump. Kol ha'amor b'parshas ko'anim she'koyin mitame lahem. Anyone that a Kohen is allowed to become tame for. So avel nis'abel alehem. That's who everyone will become an, uh, will become an avel for those people. Ve'elu heim, ishto, oviv, v'imo, echav, v'achoso b'no uvito. So it's wife. Um, Aviv is father, Imo is mother, Achiv is brother, Achosu is sister, and, boy, and uh, boys and girls' children. And Hosifu Alein, the Chachamim added that a person should sit Avelus for the following people. Achiv Achosu Absulami Imo, if you only have a half, a half sister, half brother, uh, only if she's a Basula on the mother's side. Achosu Nesua, and a sister who's married, Bein Me Aviv, Bein Me Imo on both sides. Those were added, Midrabana. Uchashem Shemis Abel Alehen, and just like you have to sit Shiva for those people, Kach Mis Abel Ashnim Shalahem Dibi Rebbe Akiva. Even if you are one generation removed, you still need to sit Shiva. What does that mean? So it says Rashi, halfway down on the page, So for the grandfather and on the grandchild and on the granddaughter and on the on Ben Achoso, on nephews. It's just gonna it's an extended move that if your sister would sit Shiva, so then you have to sit Shiva. It's an extended just one ring around you. But says say the Chachamim, that's not true. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar Omer, it's only on male descendants up and down the tree for grandfathers and for grandsons. So if my uh, my father lost his parents already, but if my father were to sit Shiva on a parent, I should sit Shiva with him. Even the Chachamim agreed to that. 
says the Gemara, and then that seems to be a lot like Rabbi Akiva, which is that you said Shiva for those people. It seems to be the case that the sheet of the Chachamim quoted here is not much different than the sheet of the Tanakhama. So says the Gemara, there is a difference. But Rabbi Akiva holds that you don't even have to be in the house. Wherever you are, you still have to sit, you're, you're treating Shiva you're treating that time like a period of Shiva, even though you're an indirect contact to the person who died. However, according to uh, according to the Chachamim, you have to be in the house in order to sit that Shiva. Once you walk out of the house, you're no longer an Ava. Says the Gemara, Kiha le Rav Rav said this to his son, whose name was Chia, named him after his uh, grandfather. So says the Gemara, When you're with her, when you're with a woman who's in Ravelus, so let's say a man is with a wife who is in Avelus and Nahog Avelusa, then there is Avelus, but Lo Apa, but when you're not with her, Lo Tinog Avelusa. Okay. Mar Ukva thought to extend this incorrectly. Remember, okay, we're talking about whether or not we sit Avelus when the people who are close to are in Avelus. So let's say that, like I gave the example of my father, if my father is sitting Avelus for his parents, do I sit with him? So let's see what Mar Ukva did. Two lines before the wide lines, we're going to be stopping three lines above before the end of the page. Says the Gemara, Mar Ukva shachiv le bar chamuha. The son of his father-in-law, just follow the math here, the son of his father-in-law died. That's his wife's brother. Okay, so his wife's brother died. Why didn't the Gemara say wife's brother? That would have been much easier because of what's about to happen. So he joined his wife in Shiva. She was sitting Shiva on a brother and he joined for Shiva and Shloshim. All Ravuna the Gabe. Ravuna went to go pay a Shiva call. Ashkeche, and he found him sitting there on that short chair that you get from the Hebra Kedisha. What are you sitting down there for? Omar Are you also going to be eating the Sudas Avelim? Rashi says. You're going to be eating the meals of Sudos to Avel. What are you doing? The only time you ever have to sit Avelus with your wife is if she is mourning the loss of a parent. That's it. Titania, the Bryser writes, that if a woman's mother or uh, if a woman's mother or father died, your in-laws, so then you cannot tell your wife to put on makeup, you're not allowed to ask her to do that. Ella, so he should flip his mattress over, but knowing you Avelis, only but only when it's a, only when it's your wife's parents, not when it's your wife's brother, like Marukva did. He, in the reverse, when she is trying to support her husband, so when her in-laws, one of them, pass away, she cannot dress up uh, nicely. She can't put on any makeup. It's not allowed. Ella, what does she do? She joins her husband in Avelis. However, the Brisa says here that that's a very good argument against Marukva, and Marukva Lachora made a mistake. He was sitting in Avelis for his wife's brother. He shouldn't have done that. He only should have been in Avelis if, if the wife's parents died. So says the Gemara, uh, here's a problem. We had said that in this Brisa that when one is trying to be sensitive to their spouse and keeping Avelis with them, that she's not allowed to put on any makeup and there's no Kfiya Samita. However, this price says the opposite. Eight lines from the bottom. Even though it's true that a woman should not put on makeup, the MSM or the halacha is that technically she can still pour water for her husband. She can uh, lay out the sheets for uh, on the bed for her husband. That doesn't make sense. One Bryce has said she's Kofin Samita. The other Bryce has said she can do whatever she wants, like pretty much whatever she wants. She shouldn't put on makeup, but she she can make a bed. Like why? why so why is it that one Bryce says we're Kofin 
that, that she has to turn her bed over. And the second b'risa says she doesn't. This is the distinction. So one b'risa is talking about parents. That's where we're more strict. That's the first b'risa, where we don't allow anything. And there's kviya samita as well. And Khan, in this recent b'risa, where we say that she can turn over the bed and she can take care of her husband, wash his hands, wash his face, hands, and feet. And the b'risa supports this. That one can and should support their spouse only if one of their parents dies, then they should join them in Shiva and Shloshim. We'll stop right here and pick up with a, a complex Gemara with Amemar tomorrow night. Wishing you all a beautiful night.